Hey, Mountaineer fans, after a year of being stuck at home, you deserve all the latest WVU gear, gifts, and apparel to show your Mountaineer pride. Our friends at the Book Exchange are offering 25% off with our promo code BX4FINAL4. Let's cheer on all of our Mountaineer athletes in gold and blue and support local business too. Shop online at bookexchangewv.com or at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations. That promo code again is BX4FINAL4. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I got my boy, Jay Flo, with me. Jay Flo in the house. Flozy. You know what's going on. Number one real estate agent. Need a house, hit me up. Professional basketball player. Have you sold a house though yet? You st- <laughs> have you have, have you sold a house yet? I've been yeah, I've been assistant. I got referrals, yes. Oh, alright. Yeah, referral. That just means aka I haven't sold a house yet. But anyway <laughs> We got our lovely co-host Ash. That's me. We have our producer Dave. G'day. And our trusty intern, Ethan, is he here? What's good? What up? What's good? Wow, it's kind of aggressive. But all right. Yeah, I feel aggressive today. I, I, I see. <laughs> I see. You got something you need to get off your chest, Ethan? Got something Maybe going about on over the football there? team. Oh, wow. Can't wait to hear this take. I was <laughs> I was, I was, was going to warm, warm up to it, but all right, since we already getting into the shits. Ethan, what's going on, man? What happened yesterday? What'd you see? <laughs> Well, after the basketball game, you think like WVU Sports is on top of the world, and then kick off at noon, and right away, Daggy's throwing interceptions, blocks or punts are getting blocked for touchdowns. <laughs> Players are getting ejected for targeting. So, uh, bro, it seems like each week it gets worse. It's not <laughs> yeah. getting better. It's like I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. I I, I don't know. Did we I have a good win like, like uh, last weekend? Uh, the like weekend two before, weeks ago. yeah, two Iowa weeks State, two. yeah, uh, and then we lost to Oklahoma State last week, which was also a shit show, and then this week, yeah, against K State. I feel like also not only to point out Deggy, I don't. I feel like our offensive line isn't that good. Amen. I feel like he only has like two seconds to to throw the ball, and he's getting sacked. And I feel like that's leading to a lot of his turnovers because he's just trying to get the ball out of his hand because the offensive line can't hold up. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's – we already know that Deggy has a problem with making fast decisions because he gets inside of his own head. And when he has to react that quick, he just falls apart, and it's it's not conducive to the whole environment. Uh, yeah. So he can't handle pressures, which you guys are saying. Nope. KJ. I mean, bruh, like, I, I don't know if is if uh, Kansas State defense is just that good, but I've seen it on multiple occasions where, like, dudes is just getting to him easily. He he It's very rare that I've seen he's had a lot of time in the pocket. So the, the next Pat White didn't step up and put he the didn't team even on travel. his back? He didn't, he didn't travel. travel. No. He had, oh, I did not know that. Apparently it was an injury, but, you know, mm. you know how WVU fans will take that. What is it? Transfer? He's about to transfer. Yeah, people think he's transferring now. Oh no! (laughs) I I would. Mm. If I was him, I would. I would definitely consider transfer. They did him dirty. How though? How they do him dirty? He ain't really played the last game, did he? Oh, he got. He threw an interception or something. They benched him or something like that. He fumbled fumbled the ball. Yeah, I mean, bro, like when you're in a position like that, it's kind of it's kind of tough. It's like being a a player on a bench who, who they just come in and they automatically rely on you to make something happen as soon as you get in the in the game and you cold. So that's that's a tough position to be in. It seems like they playing some teachers pet type shit, bro. Like with you think with so? Dougie. Yeah, bro. Like it's cl- like to me, 
it's kind of evident who the quarterback should be like but you can't say that you can't say that though john because at the end of the day we've not seen green throw that damn ball yeah (laughs) he doesn't have an o-line if i was green i'll be the fuck (laughs) you can say the same thing about deggy then the only difference is green can actually run yeah and when you know when green is on the line you know that motherfucker's gonna run there is nothing else that's gonna happen you're telling me we don't have an o-line and you want him to throw the ball like he's supposed to run right if the if the line breaks he's supposed to get up out of there right but it's kind of impossible to do that when the other team knows if green is on that line they're gonna run we know that so i mean is that the play calling though that's what I wanted. That's what I want to know. Is it play calling? Is his lack of ability? I don't know which one it is. Like it's hard to say. Exactly. So I mean, in, in Does that he case, have the opportunity but, to throw the ball. That's a good question. I don't have an answer for that. That's true. I do. We know <laughs> he hasn't. Because if he did, he would have thrown the ball. Like, come on, like we have weapons though. Like I feel like we have weapons at wide receiver. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so it would it would so that leads me to believe that he I don't want to say incapable, but they don't trust him. Right. Which there's a reason they don't trust him. So I'm just exactly. saying Exactly. So it's just like it's a catch yeah. twenty two. They're not gonna develop him. So it's kinda like a John Flowers Devin E. Banks. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Seriously? You, you didn't get developed? I mean, you don't think just, he got all developed? They do is just recruit over guys or bring them <laughs> in. Host plays, teachers pet. Oh my wow. God, John! You are get talking mad shit. Y'all feeling spicy this morning? I'm gonna get my guys in here, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see. And then we'll yep. see. <laughs> KJ, it seems like Neil Brown already knows like who he wants to be his quarterback. He's not willing to try anything else as far as mm. giving the next Pat White, as Ethan said, a shot at the. What do you Are think, you, Ethan? Do you think he's capable of throwing the ball? Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, it was it was I I forget what game it was, but it was a couple games ago where he threw he threw it like thirty yards in the air. Like he can throw the ball. It's just he he's more of a he's a more du- dual threat threat quarterback. So because mm-hmm. he's been compared to Pat White, so you know. That's, Are you the only person that compared yeah, that way? I haven't heard anybody else say that. I feel like Ethan made you guys this aren't up. on. You guys aren't on Facebook, then, like with all the group chats. Oh man, I think we're just looking for anything right now to hold on to, like as a as a fan base. We're just looking for anything to hold right, on to. Right? Yeah, we're grasping at straws. We're about to still lose. trust the climb. Mm, I don't think so. Not this year. See, but that's the thing is that after this season, isn't he getting like won't every after this season he'll have all his like personal recruits, everybody that he recruited? Because doesn't he still have some like left over from? Or is, I think or is he? I think it's very few, but yeah, for okay. the most part, he's got his guys. So My concern then, though for next season, though, real quick, is what about our defense? How many players are we going to lose off that D? Because our D mm. line's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Stills is gone, right? After mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, that's gonna be a big. That's gonna be a big loss. Yeah. Um. I don't know. These are all questions. I guess we're gonna find out soon. I heard something about uh Peyton and Eli Manning's like nephew or cousin or something like that. They were recruiting them. I don't know how. I don't know. No, how. They, they were joking about that. Oh, they had okay. On. Yeah. Wow. Peyton Manning said something like he's going. To, he says he's going to WU, didn't he? So Pat McAfee that thing. It was a joke, apparently. Yeah. Who jokes like that? Yeah, I'm like, yo, bro. they be going in on people though on that show. If you ever watched it, nah, I never, never seen it. I'm not a big football guy. Yeah, we need to get yeah. Pat on the show, get his Word. take on all this. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to. I, I was we Deshaun's were. I thought, uh, yeah. Oh, he had a reaction yesterday on Twitter. What he? What do you do? What do you say? Here, let me. I think I. He said something along the lines of, "It's tough watching this team." Mm. Let me find Shit. it real quick. We feel Pat. the same. Yeah, for real. That that game was, whew. and it, and it's crazy because we was coming back, and then just I don't know. Uh, we can't get out of our own way, bro. Like exactly, and that's the issue. Yes, a hundred percent. Can't get out of our yeah, own Pat, way. Yeah, Pat said this West Virginia team is tough to watch. Mm. Couldn't I agree more, I Pat. Missed, I tweeted I missed the game, and someone said. 
<laughs> Someone said, damn, you're lucky or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we so are harsh, bro. Like I, like we are harsh. Our fans are harsh. It was man. all good last a week ago. Ash got on here happy <laughs> shit. Well, that's the thing, right? So when Doggy. you've seen when you've seen what this team can do, you know they're capable of it. And I think that's yeah. why it's so hard to watch them lose these games. I don't know if they are they capable of it against every team though. Like that, and that's the, the issue. There's no consistency. There's no yeah. consistency. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. I, I I really I would love to talk to one of them because I want to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we should it, try to have Deggy on here. Right? I want to know. Is it that you're getting mentally in your brain? Is it play calling? Is it? I mean, what is it? Is there friction on the team? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> you want to get Deggy on here so I can drill them for an hour? <laughs> Damn, Bruh, Skippy. Good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, I need to see. We Question need number one from you. Ash. What the fuck? And second of all, another follow-up. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Ash was happy as shit last week. Uh, week before. Dougie did great. Mm-hmm. All that. It's just funny saying how, like, the fans just... How quick they'll just be like, you know what? I'm not saying he's not capable. I'm not saying he's not capable of these great things. Because he is. Yeah. But it's is, tough when I watch is, him not play to his potential. Is he? Yes, if it, if it happens, we've seen if it. He doesn't, if he doesn't do it nine times out of ten, like, you see me hit half-court shots. That doesn't mean I'm capable of hitting them all the time. You know what I'm saying? So does that mean I'm capable of doing it? Like, but you know that's, what I mean? Th- you're comparing apples and oranges, first of all. Secondly, we're talking really. the full gambit. That would be like you having a killer game, John. I'm talking you played killer D. You played killer offense. You did everything correct. That tells me that you know how to play ball, right? No. How do you figure? If I do that against Fairmont State and then I play against Kentucky and have a terrible game, that, what does that say? But he's but he's playing consistently good against good teams. Like, it's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? But there's just a few of these games where he just has fallen apart like a freaking 16-year-old girl during a breakup. And I don't know... <laughs> His lows are very. That's the thing. Like the, I get the consistency part because his lows are like, all right. Even if you're, if you're a really good player, right, you're supposed to stay at a certain level, even if you have a bad game. But his lows are like basement level, it, and it's not supposed to be like that. Even if you're having a bad game, you're supposed to at least like. I, I think it's the turnovers for for me that I see. It's just mm-hmm. I don't I don't be seeing what he sees. Right. If the O-line isn't blocking for him, like, I get it, bro. But like, throw it out of bounds. I'm not yes. about to be getting my head taken it's, off. It's not play. live. That's the thing. It's like, throw it out of bounds. That's not live. It's just like basketball. Live ball turn it. What, what Coach Huggins say? Throw that shit out of bounds if you get the urge to turn it over, right? It's the same thing with football. Throw that shit out of bounds. Don't he's throw, He sees shit coming, and he's like, oh, let me still try to squeeze this throw in. No, mm-hmm. throw that shit out of bounds and live for another down. Throw that shit out of bounds. Yeah, hey, you like, guys, you you guys know he's right. he can come back next year. He can. Yeah, with the, <laughs> Ash, with the I didn't know. Ash, what was you? Would you want him to come back, or would you I want? I don't to know, dude. First? I really don't. I don't. I don't. I honestly, but I guess it depends. What else do we have? Do we have anybody coming up? Do we? Are we working with anyone else? Are we developing other players in it behind the curtain? Yeah. I don't. I don't have answers to this stuff. And That's what I would be. If I was a coach, I don't know a lot about football, but I would be developing. Great. I, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's tough. Like, and I mean, I hope I hope they are developing green. I hope that's happening. Clearly they're not. I mean, the most development, the best thing that they can do is give them experience. Right. Right. Well, that's true. They're especially not doing, now. Like, that's what I, I don't es- get it. Especially now that really. I mean, can we make a bowl game? Can we? We have I to win out. We have to be. To, we have to win out. Right. Whew, yeah. Man, we're gonna be in the shit bowl. And, 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 and Kansas, and Kansas just beat Texas. So, wow. the J Flow Entertainment Bowl. <laughs> you might, we might need to, we might need to <laughs> really make that <laughs> the first annual. I like it. That sounds good to me. We could totally for, do that. For real. But yeah, there was true. there was a video uh, which Dave sent us, like Deggy coming off the the field and Brown's trying to talk to him, and he's just not having any of it. So I don't know if he's not listening, if he's getting so down on himself. Like I don't. I need to know what the problem is with him. I want to know because that's going to determine what I want to see from him and if I want to see him again. Yeah. 
I think it's tension on the team, man. When when stuff like that happens, I feel like there's there's behind the scenes tension. Mm. This is a bunch of nothing. This video is it doesn't show anything. Well, you know how people make people make like stuff out of nothing now. Well, yeah. Neil is saying throw the ball, and Dougie's saying uh, they're not blocking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he got a point. <laughs> He's got a point about that, and that's the thing is like, if we see him with a a good, at least a decent O line, it's like our our O line is is bad, bro. Like it's it's from what I've seen, and I'm like Big Twelve is not known for defense. <laughs> I feel like no, we have I would, very uh... good offensive. I feel like we have very good offensive teams, but defense is not a strong suit in the Big. From what I've seen, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I would I mean, tend to disagree with that. I mean, not not as a full gambit for the entire Big 12, but I, there are a select few teams that have really good defenses. Okay. I've seen the, the, the football scores looking like basketball scores. Like, it's for real, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 70 to 56 and shit like that. <laughs> I think the Texas Tech game was they, – did they have – they upset Oklahoma or something or one of those teams? Baylor. Oh. Baylor upset Baylor. Oklahoma. Texas Tech upset Iowa State. Iowa State, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and they were both uh, basketball scores. So KJ, you might be onto something. That's why for I'm... someone who doesn't know shit about football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. I just pay attention to the scores. Uh, yeah, uh, we actually did a Twitter poll about whether we we're going to make a bowl game or not, and out of 390 votes, only 14 percent said yes, 85 percent said no. Bruh. I mean, the, <laughs> the people are pissed because we just yeah. lost. For sure. But I mean, also, we have to win out too. So th- that's yeah. also a reasonable statement why they would feel like we are not. Do that Do that same poll again next week if we win. We shall see. It will be the opposite. Okay, so we do have a commit for another quarterback. Uh, okay. Is it pronounced Nico Marshall or is it Martial? Marcoli. Huh? Marcoli? Marcoli. Nico Marcoli. Oh, he's a badass. Oh, Joe says he's a oh, badass. Okay. Four star recruit. Okay, there we go. Thank you, Joe. No what wonder you say, Joe? why. No shit. Oh, no. Did you hear no that? One? All right, I wonder why the next show. Pat White. Yeah. What did he say? He said nope. he uh, he might be the national player of the year. The new quarterback year? for next year. Yeah. Damn. All right. Are we comparing him to Pat White? Are we comparing him to Pat White? Stop comparing people. We're not comparing anybody else to Pat White that you said. What about either. Geno Smith? Where's, where's, yeah. Forty-eight games. Yeah, he just ended another team's forty-eight game winning streak. Tell Joe to get on the mic. Yeah, what? Tell Joe, Joe, come Joe here. Tell Joe to get on the mic so we can actually hear this in the edit. Damn. Tell, tell Joe, Joe, come here. Yeah. Joe Do you want to tell the them this? We Do want it so I can Joe. Edit it in. Huh? We want Joe. <laughs> KJ's asking for you. He said we want Joe. <laughs> Since you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Since our fucking reporter is just sitting there, yeah, it's just, like a plum. He's comparing, <laughs> I'm trying to hear what he's saying. He's comparing everybody to Pat White. So Joe told me that Nico, Mar- what is it, Martial, Marcoli. Mar- so he ended a team's 48 game winning streak the other day because he beat them. The it's, second or third game of the year, they were down by 17, like at the very end, and he fucking his team made a comeback. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's for real. Is he from West Virginia? No, but what's funny, is he from West Virginia? Where's he from? He's from Arizona. Okay. Arizona, But okay. the last Stop game that they, they, they beat the team that was on a 48-game winning streak, they sang Country Roads at the end. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dope. Okay, so there you go. Things are looking up. Yeah. I won't get too excited now because he's still in high school. Man. I don't want to get that's, my hopes up. That's true. We Let's see how he transitions to oh, he college. Did. Oh, gotcha. Let's see how he transitions to college. You know, we'll see. Well, it depends but, on what, well, I guess it depends on what school he comes from, like how tough yeah. their schools are. You know what I mean? But that's a bright side, though. Exactly. That's something to look forward to. True. What? Shout yeah. out to uh, uh, Big Sweat. Oh. He came from, where did he come from? So he plays for one of those schools that literally plays all over the country. They don't, it's not just like, you know, normal schools where you just play, you know, your state or your, you know, your double A school in your state or whatever, like he That's plays cool. all over the country. So he's so battle not, tested now. Yes. It's not like okay. it's not like Mackey playing uh in high school and averaging like fifty points a game. <laughs> Wait, what? Did he? 
Yeah, he was killing in high school. 50 points. He averaged a lot of points. I don't, I don't want to say 50. It was like 30 or something. He's not Kevin Noreen. Shout out to exactly. Smacky, though. Shout out to Smack. <laughs> Eat shit, pit. Tra- transitioning from um, from football to basketball, we had a game this week. Transition. Oh, is it? How? Everybody's saying it's basketball season now since we suck at football. That's <laughs> exactly. That's so that's a right great. Tra- so that's a great transition. Amen. Yeah, your transition was just okay. Transition. Wow. <laughs> Kevin's really mastered said, this over the three years we've done you, this. Like. Yeah. You okay, said the exact topics. same thing that okay, I said. Changing <laughs> you said the exact same thing I said. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we had um, the backyard brawl. I think it was what is it the hundred ninety eighth game? Hundred eighty eighth game. Thanks. Either. Did you go, Kesha? I did not go. I was out of town, but I seen it on. Um, I watched the game on TV, and I wish I would have went. Yeah, right? I was in Charleston. Out of town. Get out my business. Get out my business, John. <laughs> Let me tell people my business. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, I didn't know that we led the series. WVU led this all-time series. Yeah. Duh. Like, what the fuck? What I, I didn't mean? know. What the fuck? They just, oh, the, this win on Friday was their 100th in the series over Pitt. Yeah. Tough. What is, what's the series? Like, what's the score? 74-59. Oh, you mean out of the the whole wins or just the the game? We're yeah. winning the series. Of 100, the backyard, bro. 188, I think, or 87. Yep. Yeah, something like that. If this is our hundredth win, so then it's 100 to 88. Yep. So eat shit, pit. It is pretty, it is pretty <laughs> yeah. close. I didn't think it was that close. That's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, kinda. Yeah. I I mean that this was probably like the weakest pit team that I've seen. Since, they were, miss, they were yeah. missing some players too They were missing some players But also I think we played well as a team We played way better than we did against Oakland mm-hmm. Which I was happy to see Jalen showed up Taz showed up The uh, Malik, shout out to Malik Coming yeah. off the bench He Malik's showed up yeah, so. like Malik should be the starting point guard yeah. Alright let's I mean let's <laughs> not, not saying that he doesn't have the talent But you know like nah, I, I think mean, I think he's I think he's good. I think he's embracing this role coming off the bench and we need sco- that scoring off the bench. That's true. That could be true. Yeah, you can't have yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. That's smarter hugs. You can't have three ball dominant people on the court. You know what I like, mean? With, with him, Taz and Sean. Exactly. So yes. and then you got Jalen too, who's gonna need his yeah. shots and touches as well. Jalen so. had a quiet it was it quiet? Like it wasn't really. Yeah, it was quiet. But I looked up and he had twenty or eighteen or whatever you finished with. He had a quiet first half, but then second half he started. I think after he caught that dunk, he banged on old dude uh, <laughs> from Pitt. He he started he started going crazy. I think that dude was a freshman too. I think F- from Pitt. Yeah, he's pretty good. I yeah, I like him. He handled the ball a little bit. I like I like him. Hey, but... with with Jalen, we have a unique stat line that one of you share with him. What is it? West Virginia player with 18 points, six rebounds, five blocks. Who's the other? Oh, uh, of course, Kevin Jones, for sure. Five blocks, for sure. <laughs> sounds block sounds like a regular. <laughs> sounds like a regular stat line for me. But go it's, on, it, Ethan. It's flow. Really? It's flow. Yep. What? Against Providence in 2011. Okay. I have more than 18. <laughs> oh, now you oh John's my God. ego's coming out. Wait a oh, minute. Here we go. He remembered oh. his 30 points. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had 22. <laughs> can you check how much points. uh can you oh, check yeah. how much Marshawn Brooks had that game? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I locked that up. How much look that up? You did it. Marshawn Brooks. Hey, shout out, shout out Twitter user Sam Shu for that stat. He sent it to Dave. Nice. Oh, nice. Well, he's wrong. <laughs> we can look he, it up. Just can't, just up can't make John happy. Just can't make John happy, huh? It kind of pissed me off, actually. Oh, <laughs> he's actually point. incorrect. John had 24 points, six rebounds, and five blocks against mm, Providence on our 93-63 win back in 2011. Nice. Five blocks. You know how hard that is, dude. I don't know that's, if you guys. That's know. tough. No, that's tough, bro. You should have won Defensive Player of the Year that year, for real. Facts. You should have. I mean, I'd be busting your ass, but that's that's a different story. 
But Pause. and everybody's <laughs> wondering <laughs> who's the best. Marshawn Brooks had thirteen points that game. Lock up. Do you know how hard that is to do to lock somebody up, get five blocks, and be the leading scorer that's in tough. the game? <laughs> nah, it's that's even tough. harder to be humble about it and not like <laughs> nah, go crazy about it. Now it's, it's okay when it only happens game. once a game. You got a, a, a once a once a season. That's fine. You can. It's, some, it's something to celebrate. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Like these kids coming out of high school. Like, should they be humble or should they talk their talk their mm. shit? You know what I mean? Like, is it better to be humble about it or do you have to let people know what you don't like I feel like sometimes you gotta let people know like if I did it again I would probably be less humble I don't know dude I see I feel a little bit different about it because I feel Talk like if me. you come out like yeah you know I'm this I'm that I'm da 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 and then you give people more fuel for the fire if something were to happen the next game you know what I mean like I mean, oh this motherfucker you... talking shit thinking he's the best and da 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 I mean, you got to back it up, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely comes well, I mean, that's legit. if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I find people that are humble to be more appealing for my palate, but that's just me. But I'm talking about for, to get noticed, for people to notice yeah. you and respect Oh, you. honey, with the internet nowadays, I don't think you need to get noticed. People are going to throw those stats up left and right. You that's know what I mean? Fact. Like you could get You could get a scholarship off a highlight <laughs> tape that you scored – uh, six points in, but you got all your dunks and on a highlight tape, so you got a fucking scholarship somewhere. <laughs> so like that's that's how easy it is to that's how that's what social media has done to basketball in general, like if especially college basketball. If I had to do it again, I'll talk my shit. I practice. KJ, shit. <laughs> I was gonna say talk more than you already talked. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, though, like. Our guy, uh, Oscar, he's playing. He's balling out right now at Kentucky. I hate to say it. Mm. but uh, No, say it, John. Would you? I think we kind of miss him here at WV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you was going to say something else. Well, that's obvious know. that we miss. All right, this is, speaking of going back to the game, this is like the worst rebounding team Coach Huggins probably has ever had. Bro, we got mm. out-rebounded by like 16. almost 20. Against Pitt? Yeah. yeah. No, and then we got out-rebounded by Oakland, which is a way smaller team than us. Hmm. hmm. So it's it's bad. Like, I, I'm watching a game. Because this is stuff that we get – we going to get thrown out of the game for, like, easily snatched out of the game if we don't get a rebound. And Nate, for whatever reason, he's just like – maybe yeah, he just like, knows that we're not, not that good, so it's like nothing he can do about it to even try to motivate them. But it's bad, bro. Yeah, I mean, what, that's what pissed me off about hugs. Like, what, where's the short leashes at? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Let me not get a rebound in my 24.8 rebound, five block shots game. You know what I'm saying? Let me miss a rebound. I, that game doesn't happen because hugs going to take me out of the game. That's, that's true. Oscar, Oscar had 20 rebounds on Friday night. So did West Virginia. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my God. Crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm happy for Oscar too, man. Sometimes it takes and and when when things like this happen, it's not necessarily has anything to do with either side. Sometimes you just need a change of scenery. Like it sometimes that's the case. And I mean Oscar played well here and then his second season, you know, he kinda regressed in, in people's eyes, but sometimes you need a change of scenery. And it seems yeah. like it's doing it's doing him well. Keep going, Oscar. Yeah, like the, the pick game. Things got a little chippy. You know how it is, man. <laughs> Nobody's gonna do nothing. They're just a bunch nah, they just just like you. When you, I think uh, I'm the only person. <laughs> that, I think I'm the the only person that ever throw a punch in the. In Bruh, the you did not. You did throw, not. He tripped. First oh. of all, John yeah, tried well, actually, to gain. He tried to gain his grip. He tripped, yes. and it looked like he. Nah, nah. And it was in that highlight video that they posted on Instagram before the game. Which let me tell you what that was a. a, a that that video made me so happy. That was a great nice. video. That was a great video. I don't know and who made it. Yeah. Dave, shout out to whoever made it. Justin that Fitzpatrick from W Sports. Tough. He did a great job. He's, he's tough. Yeah, that was an awesome video. He needs a promotion. Yeah, but for real. I he swung at me. I I bobbed it and weaved. Then he fell. Bruh. I was gonna come with the overhand left, but 
was like, nah, I pulled back. You know what I'm saying? Saved his life. I spared him. You know what I mean? I, f- I feel you, bro. But I'm the only one. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, I'm the goon of the. I was the goon of the team. A lot of people don't know that, but yeah, when it came down to it, I was the one out there throwing all the punches. I was the one out there hitting people in the mouth. I was the one out there diving on the floor for balls. You feel me? Oh my God. Here we go. I was the one out there chirping and talking it up to to all these lame dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Nah, but those battles is legendary. Always, always a, a dog fight anytime we played each other. No matter how good or bad either team was, like it was always those rivalry games always competitive. So I wish I could have been well, there. I heard it was lit at the Coliseum. Oh yeah. Was it yeah. shocking to you guys that they were like kind of going at each other first half because they haven't really played? They didn't play last year. Yeah, but I feel like you could feel like even I feel like our WVU was chippy. Like they had a chip on their shoulder too because I'm sure all week and all week they heard like you know this is a big rivalry. We, you know we can't let them come in here and win this game. So they right. they seemed like they had a little edge to them, especially. DC, shout out to uh, Demon Kerrigan. Um, he, I, I like the way he, uh, he, um, he enforced a little bit out there. So yeah, he, he took that. a he took a shot from a pit player too. What do you mean he took a shot. I don't know if you guys saw that. Nah, what shot? What he kind got, of shot? He got kicked. He got kicked where you don't want to get kicked. Oh, where? Oh. Yeah. oh, no wonder Demond he was just tight. walked away. I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> do anything else. But I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, I, I would have been tired. They were gonna start throwing quarters on the on the court. You remember that? <laughs> is that is that the is that who's playing? Was that a pit coach? Yeah, that, that was a pit coach. Where Hugs took the mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pit. Back in the good old days. The good old days. Now they got cameras up everywhere, kicking people out of games and stuff. Yeah, fan Sick. section is the student section ain't the same. It's just. It's a bunch of baloney. I don't know. I but, heard the atmosphere was great the other night. So maybe they're, I mean, it's not what we used to see in the student section, though. I mean, <laughs> our student section remember, was crazy. Our, our student section used to go all the way up top to the the roof. Basically, that whole side was the student section. Yeah. Yeah. Word. They changed it for whatever reason, but yeah. Probably sell I'm more good. tickets. <laughs> That's true. Crazy. That's true, too. Thanks. So, it is a business. It was great though. It was great. Uh, the new scoreboard looks amazing. Um, the new hype video that they did with that uh, mural behind them—they've all been posting on their feeds—looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sound is great in there now, and the seats are comfortable uh, as they're all been replaced. Um, it was the first sold-out crowd since the pandemic, and. Um, it was great. Just great all-around experience. The fans got into it. Uh, lots of booing. Lots of nervous ESPN sensors uh, <laughs> anticipating the heat <laughs> shit pit. But it was interesting. Um, ESPN was doing it remotely, so apparently the audio was not that great for people that were at home. Um, I noticed so the commentators that. were remotely producing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because of all the screaming student fans screaming shit behind them or just budget. But it was it was a lot of fun. And... I hope people keep up that energy throughout the year. Agreed. They won't. Facts. They won't. And, oh, and also, they absolutely won't. But it would be nice too. <laughs> and also, it was good to see a sold like a sold out crowd like that to to have. It finally feels like basketball season again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Who we play next? I don't know. Is it the? Is it a tournament? We're going to Charleston. Okay. Who plays Elon the first game? first game? Elon first game. Okay. Oh, it's a, it's a tournament. In Charleston, North Carolina? South, South Carolina. South Carolina. One of those Carolinas. And then if we beat them, then who we play? Old Miss or Marquette. Ooh, that's that'll be that'll be a good one. Be a Damn, good one. that's gonna be a fun tournament. Yo. It's, it's live out of South Carolina. Shit. You should go to that, KJ. I was gonna go, but I got other plans. I'm going to Mexico. You got Can- a job? Cancun, Mexico. No, Cancun. I'm going to Cancun. Uh, you going with uh, Kermit? Yeah. <laughs> yo, this is crazy. this is what my life has been reduced to since I don't <laughs> since I can't work. <laughs> how's the how's the job search coming anyway? Oh man, it's um it's tougher than I thought it would be, and it's not it's what I'm I was gonna say it's not because of lack of offers, it's just exactly. lack of lack of the money. 
that I'm trying to, you know how it is, John, over, especially overseas, when you get to a certain level and you take less, then it's just like kind of like starting over, bro. So I'm not trying oh, to. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'd so rather, then the next year after that, exactly, then the offers then get lower. Exactly. And, yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would rather take the chance of sitting out to find something that, you know, is comparable to what I'm used to than taking a job just because out of me being you know, hasty. So right. I, I just rather sit still for now until it should open up soon, hopefully. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm about to retire. So. Here we go. Are you really going to though, John? Because I thought that, you said you were going to do it this year. And when you got your real ever. estate license, I was like, okay, this is it. John's back. He's all J Flow Entertainment. He's going to be realtor galore. And then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I'm leaving next week. And I'm like, wait he a minute. Number <laughs> he got that I'm, number I'm, 69 this year. He wants 420 next season, <laughs> and then he'll retire. <laughs> I apologize, Ash, because I know you expected me to like do more of the podcast and get sponsors and actually go out and hustle and be a a real producer for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But do what I'll, you I'll do, do John. I'll, get, I'll do it next next year. I'll be I have boots on the ground. Awesome. I thought I had the troops in place to, you know, help us out a little bit, but you know, Ethan and Dave slapping around. <laughs> but I I figured it out though, like I'm not like I love basketball. Like I'm not sick of basketball. It's everything else that surrounds it, like everything that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like are you talking about um, on the court or off the court, like having to travel and leave your family? Or are you talking about like stuff that happens on the court? Yeah, like both. Yeah. The traveling, like on the court, like you got to do like what your coach says. Like and coaches don't be knowing like what they be doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like we doing simple drills, like elementary school drills. Like why are we doing this right now? You know what I mean? I'm just I'm sick of that. Yeah, no, I feel that. But, I feel that, bro. That's why you got to just take one of those jobs where you just like, you just packing it in, but you doing it for the check, but it's also in a nice place that you Bro, just. I thought that's what this was. <laughs> you thought, oh, <laughs> they tricked, they tricked they, you. They fooled me. <laughs> Bro, like we practice like three hours a day. We got a, a team uh, therapist, bro, like. We was with her for like an hour before practice after the game. We'd be meditating and stuff after practice. Like I'm like, yo, leave me alone. <laughs> Meditation is good for you, John. Yes. I, I do it on my own time though. Like it's not a I don't wanna do it with the whole team and I all get it. It's stuff. not really I'm a group like, activity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I put on true. my music and I sit in my room and I'm you know what I'm saying? That's if you followed if you follow John's Instagram stories, he is stalking one of his teammates who very much practices meditation before the game and practice. I'm Why are you I'm stalking? What's that? What? I'm learning a lot about him. The fans, I mean, my followers love him, but I'm learning a lot from Every him. time this guy's doing anything quietly and like in the zone, John's taking a story off him, no matter John, where it is. John finds a way to fuck with him. He's like a 6'10", like Buddhist, like he has a ponytail, like long hair. Like he, he told me a lot about it though, like about meditation and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, not, I'm learning a lot from him. Good. good, man. Good positive energy. That's what you need to be around, John. Exactly. Or how are you doing though? How I I see like every time I see your stats, you killing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm like man, 19, doesn't... 16, 17. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my like, God, it's it's cool, bro. Oh, it's cool. All right. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to brag. Now you just talk about how you need to talk your shit more. And when I give you an opportunity to talk your shit, you don't got nothing stay to humble, say. Stay humble, stay hungry. Definitely, definitely drinks it myself last time I talked about oh. playing basketball. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did. Don't piss off the basketball gods. Facts. Exactly. Facts. Did you guys see that Sam Huff died? I'm so sad. Sam Huff was our uh, quarterback. Oh, God, when was that? 19. I don't even remember now. Yeah, it's been a long time. He, he was 87 years old, but man, I'm so sad about this. He's in the WVU Hall of Fame. Oh. He was an amazing player. Um, yeah. Middle linebacker, I apologize. Yeah. Okay. So, so shut up. Huff was a four-year letter winner and three-year starter at guard and tackle for coat Arch Poppy Lewis, teaming with Bruce Bosley and Gene B. Flamone to give WV one of the college football's most formidable lines in the mid-1950s. He helped lead WVU to a combined four-year mark of 31-7 and a birth of 19 54 Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm. Among RP. RP. Wow, he had a career 30 interceptions. Oh, that's... 30. Jeez. 
That's a 17 lot. 17 fumbles recovered, too. Damn. Oh. Wait, you said he was a middle linebacker? And yeah. And he had 30 interceptions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, snap. <laughs> That's what All it right. says. All right. All right. I remember when he was inducted That's into crazy. the Hall of Fame. Of course, I've never seen him play. He played in the 50s, but yeah, he was like one of the greats. I, I never heard of him, but RIP to him, man. The I'm university like retired career. his number two. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. He's also that in the Pro tough. Football Hall of Fame. Is he? Yep. Dope. Dope. Prayers up to his family. Prayers up to his family. For sure. For sure. Uh, who's Van Gogh? Really? You don't know who Van Gogh is? No, I don't. He's, he's <laughs> like one of the most famous don't, painters. Don't, don't His ignorance makes me want to cut my ear off. <laughs> <laughs> you did cut his ear off. <laughs> there is that. Please he wasn't exactly uh, mentally stable. Please don't art shame me. It's okay. Yeah, Vincent Van Gogh is who he is. Oh, Vincent. Yeah. No, oh, Vincent. Now oh, you remember. Van Gogh, Van Gogh didn't <laughs> strike it. Of, it was Vincent that struck it for Vincent you? Vincent Van Gogh, yeah. I heard of Vincent Van Gogh. Oh yeah, you probably God. heard of his, one of his famous paintings, Starry Night, which is yeah, a, a yeah, glorious, yeah. It's, it's on, my it's favorite. On like the, the book, Night. What book? Starry Night. It's like a picture of like the moon and the stars and the dark, like the trees. No, it wasn't. There's right. not trees. It's actually. It's kind of hard to explain. It looks more like a like a cliff. cathedral or like a building. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There it is. Oh, the first picture it's off a, to the left. If you can look at the screen. It's not a book. No, it's, it's not, not a not book. A book cover? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I know is it is just being a painting. It's yeah. probably been on dozens and dozens and dozens of art history books and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. definitely yeah. But so. I feel like I could be an artist, so. You think? I feel like anybody can be an artist, right? I mean, abstract art, just throw art. Art is <laughs> art, I mean, is art, right? Art is true. Art is art. Right? It just depends on if people appreciate your art. Sadly, exactly. Vincent Van Gogh did not make a dime while he was alive. He didn't yeah. make any money till after he was dead. Wow. Yeah. So you went to this, this art exhibit. That's why I asked. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, so I went to Pittsburgh last night for the immersive Van Gogh experience, which was really cool. Um, not exactly what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be more like a walkthrough. KJ, I don't know if you saw it because I think you were in Tokyo at the, or not Tokyo, but you were in Japan at the time mm -hmm. um, when they did their immersive Van Gogh, which was like a walkthrough and people were like walking up and like all this stuff, which, but ours was just one giant room where everybody was sitting down and then everything was projected around you and they had mirrors in there. It was really cool. Um, and they bring the paintings to life. It's not just showing the painting on the wall. It's like they use like computer imaging to like bring it to life. And it was like climbing. Let me tell you what, dude, if you were really high, <laughs> it would, would be, be insane, <laughs> insane. That's probably what it's about. That's probably what. <laughs> I'm sure the, the person the, who came uh, up with this idea was high as fuck. I, let's just say <laughs> that because it definitely had that vibe. But it was it really does. it was really cool. That's dope. Wait, so something. wait, did y'all do like y'all just sat down? You, you just walked around like what did you, is there anything else to do? Well, so that when you it? first when you first come in, like because we got there pretty early because we weren't sure about the parking situation and, you know, all that stuff. So when we first got there, there's actually like a huge room. They had like a bar and a cafe and they had like all the shopping you can do. So like you could sit there and chill and like, you know, do all that stuff. And then whenever it was actually time to go. Um, because they, they're on a 36 minute loop. So oh, okay. you have to wait for it to start again, but then everybody goes in this giant room. And as you can see the circles on the floor for social distancing, you have to stay within a circle. So you choose your circle. And, um, I'm glad that we had VIP cause we were able to have cushions. Like they gave us cushions to sit on. Cause that would have sucked <laughs> if I had to sit down on the cold floor, but, uh, you had to pay yeah. VIP tickets for a cushion. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and I also got, I mean, I got a free poster and like, you know, there was oh, okay. other things involved and we got to skip the line. We didn't have to stand in line. So we got preferred seating. So oh, um, it was pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Like, and they play music in the background and it was just, I mean, it was very immersive and it was for someone who appreciates Van Gogh's work. Like I do, like he's my favorite artist. Okay. It was just, it was a moment. It was really cool. That's what I was going to ask you. Are you like, big into art? Because you never mentioned it before. Yeah, I have an appreciation okay. for art for sure. Okay. So. Would you spend a lot of money on art? Honey, I can't afford good art. <laughs> I'm mean, like going out here buying Picassos and Van Goghs and, you know. What's, what's the most amount of money you would invest in art? It's kind of hard to say because I don't make that much money, dude. 
What's good art though? People would be like, oh yeah, I see. It'd be like two lines. People would draw like two lines on a <laughs> on a board and be like, oh yeah, I see what he did. This is like a wow. a creative piece. And I'm like, bro, it's two lines. <laughs> Remember the banana that was taped to a wall and it sold for like two million dollars. Oh, dude, it's wild. Now people are spending mad money on these NFTs that I do not understand. What's an NFT? An NFT is basically like a digital item. So it can be a picture of someone. It can be a meme. It can be Mm. just about anything. I own a bunch of NFTs. I just screenshot them and... What? It stands for non-fungible token, and it's a new way for artists to reap money on their products. Mm. But... It's mostly crypto bros, and we're going to get lectured so hard on this by people. But for some reason, they all appear to be like monkeys in hats, which is very bizarre, like a lot of the art ones on Twitter. Like literally monkeys in hats. Wow. Um, I did see that Jalen Bridges is selling an NFT. I did. uh, I saw too. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's tough. I think he's the first athlete at WVU to sell an NFT. Has to be, right? Oh, for sure. I don't know of anybody That's else that has. Wait, what is it? A, what so is it's it like a trading of? cards or something? No, yeah, it's a it digital be. item that exists yeah, in your like, like crypto wallet. <laughs> and how? But what how is, do I get it? Like, how do you give it to me? Like, what? Do, what can I do with that? What can well, somebody? If he gives it to so somebody, so you like, basically what? own the original piece, right? You could say I own this, and it's registered on. Like an index somewhere, I I re- I very know so little about it, but like basically, from anyone on the outside looking in that isn't involved in this, it just screams like money laundering and and all crazy things. Because like there'll <laughs> yes. be a picture of a monkey smoking a cigarette, and it'll be worth like three hundred million dollars, and people are like that Tough. makes total sense. That <laughs> makes so much sense. That is legit. This is in no way questionable why this is worth this much money, but <laughs> because I own it, it's valid. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. We should just co- make something and just t- tell everybody it's worth a lot of money. Say it's valuable. We should. I, I, mean, I said we. What... I said we were gonna sell uh, the picture of Kevin as Austin Powers for three hundred and seventy million dollars, and people just screenshot it and sent it back to me and said we don't have to pay for it now because it's already out there. <laughs> they exposed good, the weakness in good it. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Dave. Yeah. Way to way to fuck it up. I know it could have been our payday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I've read about NFTs, but, like, it makes sense somewhat. But for someone, maybe I'm just not there yet when it comes to technology, but I prefer to have something physical. You know what I mean? Like a piece of art that I can hang on my wall or even keep in a safe somewhere. You know what I mean? Like not something that's that's digital on the Internet. That's what I read about art, too. Like the people that buy these expensive art pieces. They don't even they hang out replicas. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, because you don't want the real one out there for someone to come and steal. I don't get it. I mean, unless you live in like a fortress. For anything that matures like that, you're not buying it for the art. You're buying it for the investment. And exactly. You don't want your investment hanging on a wall where your kids could slap it with like paint and gross (laughs) things like that. Like when I when I have my Van Gogh originals, um, I store them. Uh, in a storage locker out by Canyon Road. Um, I don't hang the original Starry Night in my house. Like, that would be stupid. Everyone, Dave has a band go out by Canyon Road. Anyone wants to go. Well, and that's the other wild thing about it. Like, the actual real Starry Night, someone doesn't own that. It's in a museum. I mean, maybe somebody does, and they just allow the museum to feature it. But yeah. Uh, most big pieces of art, like the Mona Lisa, you know, it's at the Louvre, and you know, like all the the major art pieces are usually in a museum. Yeah. See, I always wonder how does art, like, how does it get to that point where people just like will spend this to- this amount of money on it? How how can you look at a piece and like, all right, yeah, this is what I want to sell this for? The art appreciators, that's what their job is. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right, like you just so somebody just looks at your piece and like this is worth one million dollars. It mm-hmm. could be it could be shit. Like not saying that these pieces are shit, but I'm just saying it could be a piece of shit. And if they say that it's worth a million dollars, it's worth a million dollars now. Well, there's a lot I of think- factors that go into it. How how you know does has the artist made other pieces before that were like you know worth something? Is there you know 
there's a lot of things that go into appreciating art, something I have no clue about. We would have to bring on someone who understands that side of the business. But it's just like anything. It's just like anything, KJ. Think about it. Uh, people with their Etsy stores, how when they make one of a kind pieces, how do they dictate what that piece is worth? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of I the mean, same concept. I would pay some money for like a piece from the 18th century or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of interesting. That would be worth a lot of money. Exactly. And that's the whole point about getting into art is it's all about investment. It's a wonderful investment because it only appreciates. It never I would, depreciates. I would pay a lot of money to see one of the drawings I drew when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> a J-Flow original. Did you see, uh, remember that Banksy that was sold at Sotheby's for like a million dollars and then like once it was sold with the hammer down, it shredded, yep. like he built a shredder into the frame mm -hmm. so that people couldn't like have the art, but it got stuck. So now that has appreciated in value because of the unique nature of what it is. Like it was a stunt. It was a promo. It sold for 25.4 million. Wow. Like, that was more like performance art. Like, that was more like an installation, yeah. if you ask me, with Banksy. That was kind of brilliant, in a way. So it didn't sell. It sold, but it did. It was meant to sell, but it wasn't It was going to sell regardless. They no, it still sold. Have to... Like, yeah. yeah it, the soon as the, the gavel went down and the person committed to paying for that money, it sold. When, when that mm. happened, it activated a shredder inside the thing. And I sent a picture to the group chat of what happened to it it shredded and got stuck halfway um and now it's sold as is for 25.4 million dollars wow i guess any um, i guess man. that's actually Are pretty these dope, just though. pictures or can they be like gifts and like videos and stuff like oh you're that? talking about nft we, oh, we were talking about nfts yeah yeah they can be anything Shit, we Is might this... have to we might have to take the the gif of blow doing the dougie <laughs> It's already out there, though. You got to have something that's, that's not true. already out there because you have to be able to claim ownership to it. We're going to sell a series of boudoir photos from Ashley as <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody wants that. I think it's just a way to hold like, money without it depreciating, like in a bank. You know what I mean? Yeah. What now? I'm confused. What are you saying? Like Bitcoin. It's like having it's art is a way of hold having money like that's not in a bank pretty much. A hundred percent. That's what Dave was saying earlier. Like NFTs can technically yeah. be looked at as people trying to launder money. Yeah. I don't know. It's all weird to me. I don't really like art. Did anyone like that. anyone have a McRib? I am not a McRib fan. No. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty nasty now, but I used to love it when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> what the are you excited? When was the last time good. you had a McRib? Are you excited that it's back? Uh, when the Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Anybody used to watch the Ozzy Osbourne show? Yes, love that show. It was a very underrated show. I'm about to watch Agreed. it again. Mm -hmm. But he was like the Mc, the McRib is back. Yeah, that that was around the time I had my last McRib. Mm. I've never good. had one. They have a good one, KJ. It's, that's weird. Like it's like a pickle on it and shit. Is it in like onions? It's good. It's, it's pretty good. I don't know how is to explain it? it. For me, it's weird because it's made to look like it has bones like a rib would, but it's just compressed meat. And yeah. I don't yeah, know what just, it yeah. is. Yeah, I don't even want to like, imagine how it's made. Like, I know. Yeah, I can't. No. Which which is more than half the things in McDonald's is made the same. Well, it's all Touché. made the same way. Like, but the we still eat it, though. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Cause our fries are bomb though. I don't care. Oh, yeah, I love McDonald's their French fries. fries. Is, With their barbecue, I dip it in the barbecue sauce. It is amazing. So good that way. Fries, Only if it's fresh out of the fryer though. Yeah, fries. agreed. If you if you eat it like five minutes later, it's like curled up and shit. It looks weird. It's all soggy. Kenzie, you played in Japan, Sorry. right? So yeah. you had the soy the soy burger. I didn't eat none of the specialty, none oh of the stuff God. that wasn't, none of the stuff that wasn't Americanized. I did not eat. You missed out because that shit is good. Is That's, it? Yeah, it's so good. It's like a soy sauce. I don't know what it is. It's like a soy sauce. Ooh. That's fire. Burger. That shit is fire. You're an idiot. Mm. <laughs> I like the fact that in each, each country, they have their own twist on the, the menu. Yeah, the menu. I do mm -hmm. like that part. 
So I can't remember. I did get something different from McDonald's one time. I can't remember what it was. You paying for how long? Three years? Yeah, I was in there for three years. You didn't experience a soy burger. Yeah. I'm nah. looking at uh, Japanese McDonald's and they have a buy shrimp filet They do. Yeah, yeah. The shrimp joint. I was going to try that. Yeah, that's pretty but good. But I didn't too. I didn't try yeah. that. And the food is always fresh too. That's Japan yeah. probably has the best McDonald's out there. Yeah, Japan McDonald's is pretty good. Fresh does the does here. the normal McDonald's like meals from here do they taste different like in Japan? I think yeah. so. I think it's yeah. more fresh. Like I, I you know how you feel nasty after you eat like it's good in the moment, but afterwards you feel nasty once you eat it. I don't <laughs> feel like that <laughs> the McDonald's in Japan. Yeah, no, I feel nice. like they use Just like real healthier. chicken. Yeah, they don't have the fries sitting out all day with flies flying around. <laughs> I, I I do not like uh, Japan KFC though. Japan KFC is nasty. Really? Yeah. I what don't, is it? I'm not a I'm not a fan of Japan KFC. I don't know. No. It's just like too much. Eh, I don't know. It's, it's it see. I would argue good. that England and Australia KFC is superior to American KFC. Is it? I felt like the KFC over here is just too heavy on the grease and like just yeah. trying too hard to be every other chicken sandwich now. Like yeah. they kind of lost their way a little bit over here. I feel like every other fast food chain is in a different country is better than America's. Mm, interesting. Interesting. You think we just saying that because we live here and we just so used to this so that now when we experience different. something different, it just automatically it automatically tastes better because it's different. That could, that could be true. That could it could be also true. be the different oils and different chemicals they're allowed to use and stuff like that in their cooking. Like, Cause not a, everything a, a over Japanese, there has high fructose corn syrup. A Japanese person could come to America and say the exact opposite. So what? That could that, be true. Yeah, that, that American, American is better. Yeah. yeah, maybe just because it you like it because it's something you're not used to. Yeah, you know? that's what I was saying. Yeah, so it's just fresh. Word, but yeah, before oh yeah, before we go, uh, Coach Huggins one uh, win number nine oh two against Pitt, tying Bobby Knight. Nice, moving up that ladder. Yes, sir. So I think he's what I think he's top five now of all time. Is he? Yeah, he's tied for fifth. He didn't mm-hmm. care, nice. though. He didn't, he didn't care. care. Someone asked him about it, and he said, like, I don't care. <laughs> it right. doesn't matter if it was 900 <laughs> or 902. All this right. He thought about it. All right. I, I think you can't be, you can't coach that long and not care. Like, you – that's that's amazing. That's 20-plus wins a season because he's been coaching 40, 40 seasons now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yep. that's consistently great every year. Yeah. Great math there, KJ. That was that was quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Spot. I'm good with numbers sometimes. Except <laughs> your senior year, KJ. You, you, y'all didn't win. Yeah, we did. We won 700 for him. Y'all didn't win 20 year. games though. We didn't. We didn't win 20 games. Fucking bombs. <laughs> we made it to the tournament though. Surprisingly, I don't know how we did it, but we made it to the tournament. <laughs> I did he said on Trump's podcast that he just he just doesn't care about the National Hall of Fame thing. He just doesn't care. And it's like, hmm. Hmm. I could like believe that, that though. That close, you kind of do though. You do, but then I get what he's saying though. I just he's not feel dwelling like, on it. I guess. Yeah, I feel like he know like it's he's gonna get in. Like we all know that he's gonna get in. It's not a it's not a thought about it. Right. It's not a question of if it's when. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's just the fact that he isn't in there already is just weird. Agreed. Yeah, I thought it was something where you had to retire or something to be in it, but you don't. Mm-mm. Especially as a coach, so yeah, he'll be in there though. Yeah, soon enough. Word. How many? How many more? Last question. How many more years y'all think he got left? Oh my. Two. I think three. it's hard to dictate. You know. Asking this. I think his contract goes till twenty four now. Nice. <laughs> well, at least till then. <laughs> no, I, I asked that question though because he's so close to a thousand wins. I figured that you know he would at least want to get to a thousand wins before he retires mm. well he told us that he would continue to coach until he didn't want to coach anymore like when it's not enjoyable for him anymore that's when he was gonna stop i feel that I too see him retire. i see him still like being a part of wvu oh for sure yeah. somehow like that'd be cool if he can get the ad job yeah i just feel like if he's not coach i don't know i worry about him if he's not coaching 
I feel like, like you don't think he's gonna be able to like handle. Yeah, yeah handle I don't life. know. Like what is yeah? Like what is he gonna Kevin's do? Kevin's just now? imagining like, rattling around his house, making pottery and doing <laughs> wood. And he's going to, to find Van, a hobby, Van Gogh experiences and shit. In case we're, yeah. you know, paying for that thing, VIP you know. seating. You know, like we're it's like, oh, thing. we can't imagine Huggins like out in real world scenarios. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, happen. like he's not a real person or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Shout out to him though. Shout out to hugs for sure. As always, right, I'm about to go get a uh, a McRib. McRib, <laughs> get it. Help spread the word about our podcast. Leave us a review and tell a friend. And on that note, that's been another episode of the Final Forecast, featuring me and your co-host Kevin Jones, my boy Jay Flo. Yeah. Our lovely co-host, Ashley. That's me. Our producer, Dave. G'day. And our trusty intern, Ethan, who hopefully will have another take besides finding the next Pat White. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I just got to find someone that can throw the ball and run around. And <laughs> That's it. We're looking for the option. Let's are, give it to are us. Aren't we all, buddy? Aren't we all? <laughs> all right. Peace. Oh, that, that's short for ladies. Good, though. <laughs> All right. Peace.